0: Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery and build our mind, body, spirit and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready guys because I am. Let's go. So I love this quote by uh, Bo Eason who is the author of the book There's No Plan B for Your A Game. Really good book if you haven't read it. And what he says basically is that one of the big reasons why people fail is that not enough people know about their dreams. They didn't tell enough people about it, right? And I absolutely love that because I think it is 100% true. We tend to keep our dreams and our vision to ourselves and What creates success is other people, right? Whether they become your clients or your, your, um, you know, colleagues or partners or whatever that is, you get success through people. So that is 100% true. Now, what I have learned over the years, though, is that there is a way to share your plans with people and true story. And I hope that this, uh, that I'm not the only one in this situation, but I had to learn things the hard way. All right. So just to give you a little bit of insight and I'll let you in on my marriage a little bit. So a few years ago, I, several years ago, actually, I had to pivot the way that I share news with my husband and my good ideas, because you, if we've ever met, I always have a good idea that I'm working on, that I'm excited about, and I can't wait to bring to fruition. And What I used to do, because I love to, you know, move really fast and, you know, as soon as I get an idea, dive into it and research, like that nerdy side of me is still very, very present. And what I used to do is I would get really excited about something. And as soon as I thought that that was a brilliant idea, I would start my research. I would pull all of the resources together. I would map out this whole plan and all of this in my head, on paper, just me looking at it and working through it and so on. And then by the end of it, I would put my you know, bring my husband to the dining table and I'll sit sit him down and start going through my full presentation of this whole new thing that we're gonna do and why it's gonna be so amazing and this is what we're gonna do. And A, B, C, here are all the steps, and here's all that you need to do. I've already done all of the work all you need to do is this step. And guess how many times I was disappointed by my husband's, my husband's reaction. How many times did I come so excited only for him to be like, uh, yeah, no, uh, no. <laughs> why are we doing this? I don't understand why we're doing this now. There's so many other things that we need to focus on, blah, 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 right? And I would be so disappointed. And it t- literally, it took me years to figure out why that was. And it happened one day where I was laying again, a new plan, because Kyrie is always working on something, as I said. And he said something that made me go, oh my God, that is so true. So I laid that my whole plan and his response, instead of going yes or no, he just said, hold on, give me a second. I just need to process this. And that was the light bulb moment (laughs) because I realized that for me, I had been thinking about this thing for like weeks, right? And I had been researching. So I had weeks and weeks and weeks to process and work through the kinks and, you know, get excited and all of that. And here I was laying it all on him and expecting for him to make a decision in like, after a three minute presentation and to be as excited as I was like, there was just no way. And it wasn't fair. So this is the thing that completely shifted for me in the way that I communicate with my husband and the way that I manage plans when I'm working with other people, be it team, be it, um, you know, members of my family, even my children, there is something about co-creation that is super powerful. And, where you need to bring in people into what you're doing and what you're thinking early enough, right? It doesn't have to be at the very, very beginning when you're not even sure where you're going. But the people who are going to be involved, who are going to have to do part of the work, or who are going to be the recipient of whatever you're working on, They need to be involved, right? And for me, that like when I really realized that on the personal level is while I was going through my master's degree in project management. And, you know, there's a whole part of the project management world that has to do with stakeholders people who have something to do with your project directly or indirectly, okay? And so, it is so phenomenal how we don't necessarily take the time and you know get people into what we're doing, get them involved, get them sharing their ideas, get them co-creating with us in order to create something that not only would be, you know, better than what we could do on our own, but also would get them excited, right? Where you don't have to sell them. And I see this not only in people's personal lives, right? I I just shared with me, like, this is something that I did for years before really learning my lesson. But even in the business world, I see this with my clients all the time. So most of my clients are working on building a team, making their businesses self-led, scalable, you know, sellable. And that involves getting results through other people. And so I was talking with one of my amazing clients. Oh my God, I love her so much. And she had been to a conference that we did, I think it was three, four weeks ago, something like that. And she came to the conference and she came out of it with so many ideas. She was stoked she was excited for it for the next year she mapped out every single thing that she was going to do in terms of her conversion events and how they her business was going to grow exponentially and her team was going to make more money and all of that right and she was so excited to go and present the plan to her team and when she did she was so disappointed by how Meh, and you know very lukewarm, her, their reaction was. She was so disappointed and started questioning when we had uh, our one on one a few days later. She was, you know, she started questioning um, their motivation and their level of excitement and being all in and all of that. And I was listening to her and thinking, oh my God, this is exactly what I used to do. <laughs> and so I had to interrupt her and I was like, hey, you know what? Here's what's going on. Did you meet with your team? Did you get their input in the plan? Like, how did you present the whole thing? And of course, what she did was just lay out the full plan to, to them. And they had no idea how she came up with it. And of course, the first thing that came to their mind is, oh, my God, we have so many things to do. And now we're adding all of this, right? They didn't see what was in it for them. And that was because they were not involved in the creation of this plan even if they were going to be the ones executing on it, right? And so I told her, you know, what happened is that all of, the, you know, the past couple of weeks, what you did was go to your conference, be very excited by the energy that was there, you know, get all of these new ideas and all of these trainings and map up, mapped out all of your plan. And then you just went and dumped it on them. And what you took several weeks to process. They only had like 15 minutes to process and you were expecting of them to have from them to have the, the same excitement that you had. Right. And that is not fair. And so that was a big light, light bulb moment for her. Just the same. It had been for me. And that is why I really wanted to share this. Like we do this without realizing, and then we are disappointed that other people, other people's reaction is not what we expected right? But that's really us setting ourselves up. <laughs> it really is. If we want to turn this around, if you want to do it this in a better way, and this is the way that I do it with my husband now, and he always thinks that, you know, he came up with a plan and all of that. That's, you know, the next level of, of, of uh, mastery in this skill is literally as soon as I get a really good idea, and I'm sure that this is a direction that I want to get, uh, that I want to take, I start sprinkling the idea here and there. I start showing him stuff. Oh my God, look at this. Look what I just saw. This is super interesting. What do you think, right? And planting the seed, talking about it a little bit here and there for outside taking a walk or, you know, where we're about to go on a date night or whatever, right? I will just bring the topic up and just see what he thinks really try to get an idea of where his mind is at, what type of objections he would have, etc., etc. And I start to work a plan that takes all of those things into account, right? And as soon as I have enough information and he's getting excited now, now we start planning together. What do you think? What if we did that? What timeline? Like what would work for you, right? And by doing that, we always come up with something that works for both of us and where the end result is actually better than what I would have imagined on my own. That is what happens every single time. So when you're thinking about doing it with team, when it comes to our team, I do the exact same thing. Uh, It's always coming up with the idea and laying it out like, oh, you know what I was thinking about? How about this? What do you think? And get people's opinions, get people's feedback on it. And then don't pressure, take the information, go and start like changing and, and and creating a plan that is more solid, that is already addressing the stuff that your people are talking about. Does that make sense? And then as soon as you have a foundation and you've planted the seed a few times and, and seeing you know, where everyone stands, get them together and work on the plan together right have them buy into the vision first the what always comes before the goals so what is the vision where are we going with this is everyone bought into the idea even if we don't know yet how we're gonna uh, how we're going to get it done but at least agreeing on the direction and the destination and then when once that is done like really creating and mapping out the plan together that is how you enroll people into your vision that is how you get them excited without having to force them and feel disappointed by their lack of enthusiasm it is how you get the energy to do the work for you okay it's easier to get peop- everyone's energy pooling and pushing into the same direction versus you trying to do it on your own and p- trying to pull everyone behind you. It is just so much harder and the whole journey then that, you know, none of it is enjoyable. Okay. So do better than what I did <laughs> get when, when you think about the stuff that you want to do in the next year what are those big projects, who is going to be involved, and how can you bring them in uh, on the journey with you? Even when you look at, when you see some people, which is something that I think is is always fascinating, there is this uh, business strategist that I like to follow. He's actually a copywriter, And he has really created a great business and he's about to create, to launch his course, right? He's about to launch a course in the month of January. And what he's been doing for the past, say five weeks or so is literally getting his email list to co-create the course with him. I think that is genius. And what I mean by that is, He let them know that there was a lot of interest in him creating a course, and he wanted to know if they wanted something like that, right? And then when people said yes, he started sending a series of emails, you know, what do you want, you know, where are you in terms of your business? What do you want me to cover in the course? And then based on that, he was able to see, oh my God, I have a huge amount of my audience that's making less than 150000 and they want to get to X point. And then even the price point, what the curriculum in the course, all of those things, he literally had his audience decide with him. And he started sharing the series, which is a behind the scene of his course creation. That, and I think that is so brilliant because guess what? The moment he opens card for this, he's going to sell out like completely. People are going to jump on it because he's already overcome objections. He's already uh, given people exactly what they want because they literally told him what they want. He created even more value than people were expecting based on their answers, right? because he co-created this with them. So people are already bought in and I can see it right So that is brilliant. Someone else that I see that I saw a few a couple of years ago do something really brilliant like that was Amanda Francis when she created uh, when she wrote her book uh, riches as F right And what she did, she co-created that book with her audience and what she started doing is like literally, writing chapter by chapter her book, sharing it with people. And she even enrolled people to, you know, help with that and so on. Like she, it was a co-creation with her audience and the end result was brilliant. It was a really good book, which sold out very quickly because people felt like they had been part of the process. And, you know, if they purchase and she even had an offer where people could literally read the book as it was coming out, which forced her, the reason why she did that was to commit herself to writing the chapters, you know, uh, in a timely fashion, which I thought was, again, you know yourself, self-awareness is, is key, and that was brilliant. So co-creation is huge if you can find a way when you look at your goals for the next year to enroll your team, to enroll your audience, to enroll, you know, the people that are going to be either... Uh, part of doing the work, or that are going to be recipients of the fruit of your labor, you need to get them involved, and you're going to see that getting to your goal is going to be so much easier if you have their buy-in because they will cre- help create that momentum that drives you to your goals. All right, so hope this is super helpful for you. Um, really look at how you're doing. How are you doing? potentially the same thing in your personal life um, and in your business and look at how can you shift that because I can guarantee you that if you're in the habit of thinking of amazing stuff and, this, and then just dumping it on people, you're making life just harder for yourself and things could be just so much easier, right? If you we did it a little bit differently, all right? Well, I love you so much. Hope this was super helpful. Uh, let me know any insight that you get from this Share with me on social media. I'm Kyrie Everywhere. Share with it. Share this with somebody that you feel maybe is doing something on the, something like this on a regular basis or that this would be of you know of value to them. Please share. I would really appreciate that. All right. Love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> there you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.